0: Monday Night Raw, you just had a very, very, very incredible segment last week. You kick it off with this segment this week with possibly the best storyline, with the best segments, with the best storytelling, with possibly two top faces, one Dominant Hill, a bloodline, a wise man, and you have a complete and utterly recipe for success for the next two pay-per-views. If you don't know what this is, and you don't know who I am. Welcome to brand new show. I am brand new, and this is wrestling life. Like always, man, you can follow me on social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok. Facebook, it's Brandon new Show on all of them, except Facebook, it's the brand new Show, don't ask me why, um, also YouTube channel, Brandon new Show, go there, shout out to everybody that's subscribing, commenting, following, love you guys, thank you, appreciate you guys, uh, and shout out to, of course, everybody that's listening on podcast platforms everywhere, that is Brandon new Show, sometimes you might have to space it, sometimes you have to keep it together, but at the end of the day, it's still a brand new show. And uh, excuse me. And let's get into it. Like I just said, last night Monday Night Raw was crazy. Uh, all in all, a really solid show. It wasn't really anything crazy about it, but the segment that everybody's talking about in the wrestling world was so fucking good. Yes, last night could have been a massive, massive misstep in this whole fucking storyline. It could have been extremely bad, but it wasn't. Here's the thing, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, last night on Monday Night Raw, Cody Rhodes, Sami Zayn, They finally met each other. Well, I won't say met each other, but they finally did a promo uh, together. I will say I was gonna I was gonna say against each other, but it really was just it was more of a hyping promo. And this could have backfired so fast, so quick. On top of that, it was in Brooklyn. It was in New York. The home of WWE. I know people say it's Madison Square Garden. Just New York in general. Is the home of WWE. Let's get that out of the way. But the fact. That these two men. Who are literally the top faces. Of the company. By fucking far. They got in the ring. And they just. Talked. They. Pr- this was a masterclass in fucking promo. If any wrestler needs to see it, that is it. That is how you fucking talk. <laughs> I've never been more intrigued of wrestlers just getting in the ring and just talking. There's like maybe four people that when they get in the ring and they're just cutting promos, maybe five. The Miz is in that conversation. I would say The Miz. When people can hate on The Miz. He doesn't gimmicky shit. I get it. It's stupid. He's literally a talk show host that likes to take over. He's like a Jerry Springer of the WWE. Right? He just he just does shit just to irritate the fuck out of you. Um. But when he has material and he goes in on people, the Miz could go in a promo. Like you don't believe me? Go watch him cut on him do a promo on John Cena or him do a promo on. John Cena and Roman Reigns. Him do a promo on uh, Daniel Bryan. Like, the man can fucking talk. I'm not going to sit here and disrespect that the fucking man can actually sell a match. The son of a bitch can sell a match. Um, Roman and Paul Heyman. I come them together. I don't, because Roman don't really talk a lot, but Paul does. Uh, so I come them together. Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, Cody's now like in my top five. And Sammy. Sammy, so six, Sammy, Sammy's promo skills, somebody said this last night, and I've been feeling this for a while, Sammy Zayn is this era's Mick Foley, he's not the guy, he's not going to be the face of your company, but can he get it from one face to another face of the company, not like face and like baby face, no. One face of the company to the other face of the company where you needed something to kind of tilt, tilt the lines between Austin and Rock before they clashed at WrestleMania. You needed something. It was Mick Foley. He was Mankind. The Vince and the McMahon family turned on Mankind, turned the Rock into the corporate champion. But until you got the Austin-Rock robbery. That we all love now. There was a couple months. Before from January to. From shit fuck January. From like November. When The Rock won a title at Survivor Series. To literally WrestleMania. What was the common thread. Between getting The Rock. To fight Austin. Mick Foley. Big show too. But Mick Foley from Survivor Series. To literally WrestleMania. He was literally a special guest referee. In the fucking match. So. I feel like Sami Zayn is that. His promos are fiery. It feels like Mick Foley. It feels like a younger Mick Foley. And it's kind of ironic because Mick Foley is the one that actually believed in Sami Zayn when he got back in WWE after his injury. Mick Foley was the first person to be like, I want you to be the guy. You can be it. Definitely can be it. You can be the underdog. Um, you can have the underdog story. But last night was incredible. To see them two men go out there and just cut a promo. Just go just go back and forth. And like I said, it could have been a, a fucking disaster. Sammy calls Cody Rose out to the ring. Cody gets in the ring. And I think this is his new stick now. What do you guys want to talk about? That's his new stick now. I don't know why. Okay. Um, but Sammy's like, hey, man, listen, I want to know man to man, face to face, did you believe what you said last week? Do you really think I can beat Roman Reigns and I can face you at WrestleMania? Do you really believe that? And Cody said, listen, man, I got my, my whole journey to get back to this company since my injury was to be champion. I did that, I punched my ticket. So I don't have enough time to bullshit you. Yes, I believe me and you can actually have a match at WrestleMania. Yes, I do believe you can be champion going into WrestleMania. Yes, I do actually think you can beat Roman at Elimination Chamber. The question really is, though, out of all of that, can you, do you believe you can beat him? And this is why I say this, this, is, this is that. Because Sammy asks a very important question. Do you truly believe I can beat Roman? And this is where I think a lot of people, including myself, we get pulled in. Because OWWE under Vince would have squashed that. Sammy would have came out. He would ask Cody to come out to the ring. Cody would have came out to the ring. He would have asked him that question. And Cody would have said, To be honest with you, no, I don't think you could beat Roman Reigns. And then, right then and there, you got the entire crowd flipped on you. Cody will not be the guy. They will not have embraced Cody. Right then and there, you killed it. You killed this momentum. You killed it. Now, the entire crowd is going to be screaming, yes, he can. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. And now you got to put him in WrestleMania. I love this idea, this premise of let – we're going to let <laughs> – we're going to let Cody, Sammy talk. Like I said, if this is Vince. He kills Cody's momentum. I've seen that enough times. This is why we got, as wrestling fans, we got a little worried about that shit. Because we were like, oh, shit, this could backfire really fast. But he didn't do that. And that's because of Triple H. He didn't kill Sammy Zan's momentum. What he actually did was let Sammy say, to be honest with you, I don't think I could beat him. I don't think I can actually beat Roman Reigns. He let Sammy say that. That is how you fucking do it. You do not let Cody go out there in front of everybody and just say, listen, man, to be honest with you, I came back to fight Roman. I did not come back to fight you. I didn't want to fight you. Last week, I was just talking on my ass. I knew you had a match with him. I didn't really think you could really beat him. But since you're here, no, I don't think you could really beat Roman. He didn't do that. He let Sammy do that. He let Sammy say, amid his fears of like, yo, I've seen this dude fight. I've, I've seen him for the last nine fucking months. I know he can go. I know he can kill in the ring. I'm not stupid. I know that every time I've seen the Bloodline have a match, they figured it out. They found a way to get out of that shit. He let they let Sammy say that, and they did it perfectly. Because usually this is the part where the guy say no, I don't think you could do it, and then the other guys like, no, I have to do it. I have to do it. He has to hype himself up. Sammy says that. Sammy says that, and then Cody Rhodes, literally, Cody Rhodes literally says, you can do it. Everybody here know you can do it. For the first time in three years, the most unstoppable, unbeatable, undeniable champion Undefeated champion because Roman has not lost, been pinned or submitted in three years, four years, something like that. He finally is vulnerable. And that's because of you. You did that. You created that. Cody hyped Sammy. Not Sammy having to fucking hype himself up. And the crowd turns on Cody. That's how the fuck you do that, and this is why I say a lot of people like me that rocks wrestling their whole lives. They know how that would have turned out if Vince was in fucking charge. Vince would have killed Sammy. Like he would have made Cody go out there and say some stupid ass shit. Like, no, I don't think you can actually beat Roman. Not at WrestleMania match. Don't matter. Now you gotta make Sammy in that. You gotta put Sammy in that match, even if Sammy loses. You gotta put him in a match. I tell you how I know that. Literally two years ago, Daniel Bryan fights Roman Reigns at Fastlane. This is supposed to be the match that Daniel Bryan doesn't have to work. Daniel Bryan is this is his last title chance he could get. He gets the match Roman Reigns for the universal title. I think Edge is like the special guest referee or some shit. It Edge cost Daniel Bryan the match. Instead of you just letting Daniel Bryan fight Roman and lose to Roman without Edge being anywhere near the fucking match. You would have got what you wanted, Roman versus Edge. You would have got it for the Universal Championship. Nothing would have changed. But you fucked up. That is why I say last night, for a lot of us, would have scared the shit out of us if Vince was still running the company. Because Vince would have told Cody go out there and say, no, I don't think you can actually beat Roman Reigns. You're not so fucking supposed to say that. It sounds so simple, but so fucking dumb. Cause a lot of motherfuckers would Vince allow people to crush somebody's momentum, and it's the dumbest shit. And you don't just crush your momentum; you crush that person's momentum. But a lot of the fans flip on the person you're supposed to be cheering. He's done that too many times. That is why I say Triple H is still in charge. You can tell Triple H is still in charge of creative. Because if Vince was in charge, he would have fucking kiboshed that shit last night. Instead, you got two faces now determining whatever the outcome is Saturday. Sami Zayn is over. But more importantly, you have officially, like I said at the beginning, two main events are officially sailed. You don't have to do shit else. Just make sure. Excuse me. You continue to build Cody the right fucking way, and you are officially set. Officially set for WrestleMania. You ain't got to do shit. You ain't got to do shit. Even if Jay comes in and screws Sammy at Elimination Chamber, if last night don't go the way it's supposed to go, that doesn't matter. Yeah, Jay screwed Sammy. No, I don't give a fuck, but we knew Jay was going to screw Sammy. But Jay screwing Sammy, but the way Cody did him on Monday night, we want to see Roman get deep drawn by Sammy. By no matter, I don't give a fuck, no matter, no matter who. Sammy better be the person that does Roman. Of simple fucking handling of a situation like that. Simple. It's so goddamn simple. It's so fucking simple. But yet. So fucking hard to cut for him for Vince McMahon. That's why Triple H is the king of kings. Like I said, Raw was good last night. Raw was solid. It wasn't your usual run in the mill show. It was. It was good. It was a good go home show. Um, now we could literally focus on. The elimination chamber. Um, it's pretty much is the same shit over and over again. Um, you know, the Becky Bailey. You just added Bianca to the to the to the segment. That's all. Um, what do I feel about uh, them? Pretty much losing. A lot of people thought it would be Trish Lita. Um, and Becky versus Damage Control at Elimination Chamber. I've said this and I've been a firm believer. And man, make Becky and Bailey fight at WrestleMania. But now it seems like that's what's gonna happen because I don't think you're gonna have enough time to actually build Ronda and Shayna as a as a real threat. Well, they're already a threat, but to build them as a real threat to Damage Control, that's gonna take some time. People are not. As long as Rhonda don't talk, we're good. Like, if Ronda don't get on the mic and actually have to cut promos, we're good. Same thing with Shayna. I don't, I don't need you to talk. Y'all are two ass-whooping women. Just get in the ring and whoop some ass, and we good. Um, going back to the segment of Cody and Sammy. Right after that segment, uh, Barry Corbin. And now you're hearing. I said this literally a week ago before this shit even popped off and happened. Like, maybe two weeks ago. For the shit even popped off and happened. No, a week ago. No, about two weeks ago. Um I said this. I said um because it was right before uh my task forward and um uh, and Damian Priest qualified. Uh so about, yeah, two weeks ago. Um I felt like this. Baron Corbin. I've been hearing a lot of people say, uh Triple H... To give any color clarification of it. Triple H dropped the gimmick of the modern day wrestling god, he dropped it. Um, uh, and some people are like, Wow, that's shocking. Uh, what do you do now with Barry Corbin? A lot of people are saying, A lot of people are saying, We'll just give him the Long Wolf character again, that was his best character, yeah, but I also say. Take his ass off a of Raw and put him on SmackDown. He doesn't have to worry about trying to be entertaining on an entertaining show. It feels like you got to do, like, the gimmicky shit. If he did that on SmackDown, they gave a fuck. Yeah, it's like a good 15 minutes of bullshit. Who cares? But at least you know he can go in the ring. My biggest problem with a Barrett Corbin or. Ronda Rousey or Shanna Baszler is that their gimmicks work when they don't say shit. The best thing about Blair and Corbin when he was the lone wolf was he didn't talk. He had barely heard him talk. When he did talk it was about trying to whoop somebody's ass, he got in the ring, and then he did it. That's it. You've been trying to make him entertaining. He's not entertaining. He's not a fucking talker. I've said this since the moment I started doing wrestling shows. When my brother starts flex, I told him then. I said, Barry Corbin is fucking boring. Like, don't give him the mic. Just let his ass whoop ass and take names and get the fuck out the ring. Also, I think just being on fucking raw is a bad omen. Like, I don't think he fits raw. He just doesn't fit fucking raw, bro. He's not a raw guy. He's just not. I thought it was a stupid-ass trade. Now, this is what I would do. I would actually make a trade. Barry Kobe goes back to SmackDown, and I would take Madcap Moss and put him off on Monday Night Raw. Here's the reason Madcap Moss can fit Raw. Why? You can easily hide his ass. How you do it? You put him in Alpha Academy. <sniffs> Fucking done. He needs discipline. Madcap Moss needs a disciplined situation. He doesn't have it. On SmackDown, he has to be his own fucking man, and that's a bad fucking situation. I don't know what Friday Night SmackDown because I'm recording this before that. I don't know why they gave him the damn Intercontinental Title match. I have no clue. Maybe just to build Gunter up because I don't think this is a fucking match. This is start the start the night with that match. Let Gunter beat the shit out of him. Go into the next fucking segment. Like it's 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 not. It shouldn't even be a match. It should it should be a squash match. Now, every time I've said that, WWE completely have not listened to me. They don't listen to me at all. But that this is not that type of situation. I would literally put Madcap Moss on Monday Night Raw, put him in Alpha Academy, because Otis seems like he's about to leave. I would put him with Chad Gable. You're telling me Madcap Moss can't go on the ring? Come on. Like, he needs a discipline, but he also needs one thing that I've been, always heard about wrestlers. He needs a gimmick. He needs a fucking gimmick. Otis is now starting to kind of become a face. He's starting to get cheered again. You need somebody that can kind of come in and do that for him. Chad Gable is one of the best wrestlers in the business, and he can actually help him. And I think that's the thing. Barry Corbin needs to go back to SmackDown. He needs to go back to SmackDown. He fits SmackDown way more. He, He fits SmackDown way fucking better. And I feel like that has to happen. Um, but anyway, Barry Corbin, uh, they cut to get to that promo between Sami Zayn and Cody Rose. Barry Corbin was about to talk and then they cut to they cut to the ring, and that's when they talked about Sami Sammy and Cody did it. But Cody comes out of the ring, he's going in the back and <laughs> goes in the back and Barry Corbin cuts his promo. It just runs down Cody's family, and, and Cody just beats the hell out of Corbin. Corbett. And this is why I love this segment so much, because it's still a part of the same segment. It felt like old Attitude Era shit. It felt like, I'm gonna whoop your ass, I'm gonna grab this ref, tell him to come to the ring, because we're gonna fight. We're gonna have a real match right here, right now. Cody's in a fucking suit and kicking the hell out of Bear Corbett. And beats him. In a suit. That is impressive as shit. <laughs> And some loafers. That is another just a fucking impressive thing. But I feel like this. Going back to everything. Elimination Chamber this Sunday. This Saturday, I should say. Is lining up to be the best. The best preview to what WrestleMania could be. This is the clearest I've ever seen a WrestleMania be. You got matches already being pretty much established. Seth so Rollins versus Logan Paul was kind of established last night. Um, pretty much Becky Lynch and, and Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish are probably going to fight damage control at WrestleMania. You pretty much have secured that either Asuka or Raquel Rodriguez is going to win the Elimination Chamber. You also have secured Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns. One thing that we we don't talk about a lot is that Roman is a full-flash heel now. See, this is the thing about the last couple of Raws. They made Roman become a full-flash heel. Especially after the Royal Rumble, when he beat the hell out of Sammy, he has officially become a full-flash heel. So there was still something about Roman that you actually liked. And that was Sammy. Sammy kind of kept Roman from being a full-flash heel. He had his moments, but he still wasn't there yet. When he did what he did to Sammy at uh, Royal Rumble, he became it. So now... Cody being in the position that he's in and for what he did last night, for him to create this this opportunity to say, Sammy, I want you to finish your story because I don't want to see you on Monday Night Raw. I want to see you at WrestleMania. Now it becomes very clear. The Roman versus Cody happens. The whole crowd is going to be screaming for Cody to win. That is why I say that segment was very important. Friday I don't know what's gonna happen on Friday. I feel like Gunter's gonna win. Rhea and Shane gonna win. R- Ronda and Shane are gonna win. Um Sam pretty much gonna be out there in his hometown to start off. And I feel like this upcoming this this whole uh but but getting back to Monday night. I'm sorry, I'm scrambling all over the place. Monday night hey, raw. Um ends with that ends with Bianca beating Becky and Bailey, keeping them from getting into the Elimination Chamber, which is a very important thing. We cannot sweep that under the rug and act like it's just nothing. It's important. That's a very important thing. Don't act like that's nothing. Um, Sorry. Um, Because like I said, now it sets up pretty much damage control versus Becky, Lita and Trish. Which I always thought that would be the WrestleMania match. I thought Somebody's going to come back to help Becky. It's clearly going to be Lita and Trish now because Sasha is in New Japan. I always – you can check every episode I've done. I've always said it's going to probably be Becky versus Damage Control, and I think it's going to be somebody, two people coming to help her in that match. And it seems like it's going to be Lita and Trish. Um – What I think I'm starting to realize, though, more and more, is that this is the clearest path WrestleMania has ever had in a long time. Not just Eliminate Chamber, but WrestleMania. You got some matches that you still got to figure out. Maybe Austin Theory, John Cena. If John Cena can't do it, then Austin Theory probably keeps the U.S. title. Believe me. Austin Theory keeps the U.S. title, and you grow from there. You go from there. Uh, you probably build another uh, worthy uh, challenger for him. But all in all, man, Saturday is going to be interesting. Oh, yeah, Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar are fighting. I've been a fan of this match being at WrestleMania. I don't want to see the Chamber. I don't give a fuck who wins, to be honest with you. I'm pissed off that it's not at WrestleMania because Gunter should not be fighting Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. This is not a good match. That is so fucking stupid. You're giving us something that you could literally wait to SummerSlam to give us. Gunther's not over yet as a champion or as a heel to go up against Brock Lesnar. You're going to crush this man. And I can get people going to say, well, you give Gunther the match. But he's not believable enough yet to beat Brock Lesnar. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's hard to believe somebody can beat Brock Lesnar. Like if Bobby Lashley beats Brock Lesnar, like that makes sense. Gunther's not over enough yet to beat Brock Lesnar. And it's just so fucking dumb that that might be the match at WrestleMania. And I don't want it to be. I, I just don't. I think Bobby Lashley, Brock Lashley. But I damn sure don't want to see Brock and Bobby fight four fucking times. That's stupid, too. Or maybe make that a Hell in a Cell match, which I, that would intrigue me a little. It would intrigue me, but it won't get me, you know, hyped or anything. Like, if you make that a Hell in a Cell match at WrestleMania, maybe I'll watch it. How about Okay, that makes sense. Chit, you're already close to it. You might as well make it a fucking Hell in a Cell match. Um... All in all, man, Saturday's going to be great. Saturday's going to be a great-ass situation. I can't wait. Um, I already wrote down my match card. I already wrote down my rating review. Got my my stat, uh, My stat. My, my stars ready. Just in case something go a little bit too damn wild or maybe go a little bit too damn great, I'm ready. Um, and that will be coming soon. Uh, tune in. But this is clearly going to be out way after that. But I hope you guys tuned in to Elimination Chamber. I hope you guys tuned in to the regular review show. Um, and I uh, hope you guys enjoy. Uh, peace.